We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know that you could invest in crypto through your retirement account? That's right. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. With iTrust Capital, you also get the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional. All right, what is good, folks? Welcome back to the Ain't No Seats podcast. We're going to switch it up a little bit tonight. Obviously, we talk about KU Athletics every episode, but... We're going to switch it up to some Chiefs football tonight just because this week there's been some news surrounding Chiefs Kingdom. And in the epi- in the room, in the studio with me, Anthony Bax, AB, the producer, as always. What's going on, guys? How are we? And our guy, R. Reinhardt, 2012, unfortunately isn't here tonight. Me and AB just kind of sat back today and we're like, let's go to the studio and talk some Chiefs football. So, A lot of takes to get off. Yeah, so we talked tonight, and we came, and Ryan's in Topeka right now, so he couldn't make it, but one of my good homies is in here, too, my buddy Dakota. Dak, what's going on? What's up? So, obviously the big news to start the week, Frank Clark trade. Big. One of the best pass rushers in the league, proven for three years. He better be. And obviously we have no pass rush right now, so... Yeah, I mean, that was a big thing going into the season. Last year, our pass rush was prior only the only good thing we did on defense. I mean, our secondary was garbage. but Led the league in sacks. Yeah, Houston and Ford and Jones got after it, and that was kind of the big thing is we were changing the scheme with Spags coming in, going to a 4-3. Well, Ford and Houston didn't really fit that, so we had to kind of switch things up, and Clark is a beast. Like, I, there were reports saying the Chiefs think he's the second-best edge rusher, like next to Khalil Mack. And what's crazy is how close their stats are for the last three years. I know. So I mean, and so it, it's really not absurd. Obviously, Max stats are better, but I mean the numbers are insanely close, and they've played the same amount of games. Exactly, and that's the big thing too. Is Ford and Houston? They've battled injuries for the last five years, ever since we signed Houston to that deal. And now Clark's come in. He's missed one game in the past three years. Like he's going to be on the field every single game. Going to bring pressure in the four three. And I mean, we we needed that. It was either going to be that in the draft or that in a trade or free agency. So. We got it taken care of, but we paid a price for it. So and that's the, that's the thing with the draft is how do you trust for an elite pass rusher? There's probably not going to be an elite pass rusher that dropped to 29. I mean, you're not in the top no 10 where you got guys like Ed Oliver and Josh Allen and stuff like that. So you could trade up, but trading up also gives up yeah. pretty much what you gave up to exactly. get a proven elite pass rusher. Right. You're going to have to give up the same picks. Now, you wouldn't have to pay him $105 million, but even that's overblown. We're only paying him three years guaranteed and then yeah. it's basically a three-year deal with two team options at the end and so we can get year, out of it and if he's playing still in four years for the Chiefs that's a good thing like if we're paying out that contract he's earning every dollar other will just cut him like we did with Houston like we did with Barry yeah so obviously everyone's complaining about getting rid of D Ford and saying we could have just paid D Ford uh, but takes. the thing with him is he's older he hasn't proven that he can stay on the field and he's not as good and he's not as versatile 
Right, that too. Can't stop the run. 4-3. The Chiefs keep talking, and guys on Twitter with the blue check marks keep talking about how this is the perfect fit for Spag's defense. Like, this is the perfect pass rusher for a team that he operates. Right, exactly. Not only can he bring pressure to the quarterback, but he's, I mean, what what was the efficiency? I know you got it written down over there for run defense. He's like 15 percent. Yeah, compared to D Ford, it's like 78 to 63 or something like that. Yeah, the run D. Yeah. Well, the PFF grade was 66.4. For D Ford? No, for Clark. Oh, okay. And then D Ford's is 56.5, so it's right. about 10. Exactly. Like you said, like it's a huge difference. D Ford's just one-dimensional. And he can't stay on the field, so you get rid of that guy, you get a pick, and you basically give up the pick you got for him and a first-rounder to get him. And, like, we're paying him a lot of money, but the thing is for this year is if we keep Ford, he's on the franchise tag for $17 million. If we keep Houston, he's getting paid $20 million. That's $37 million we save, and we're paying Frank Clark $5 million this year. It's like we still have all that cap space open now. I mean, I don't know how we're going to spend it at this point, but what if we have a trade coming? What if we get Patrick Peterson for a second? I don't know. Just throwing ideas out there. But we have flexibility, and that's always big. Like, I don't know. It just makes so much sense financially and, like, talent-wise that, like, why say no? So back to the compensation. Obviously, you guys have probably seen, but the Chiefs give up. Pick 29 this year. They swap second-rounders next year. Or, no, we get the better second round? Yeah, the better of the two between ours and the Niners pick we got for Ford. And then this year in the third, we move up eight spots. Correct. So we still have two second rounders this year, and I think people on Twitter that are kind of like other fan bases that are kind of dogging on the Chiefs for this deal don't realize we still have we still have a second next year. Right. So and we it's still not, have two seconds this year, and a, we still have three top 100 picks this year. And like we say, you can't you don't get proven NFL players in the draft. Obviously, it's basically some are lottery tickets. I mean, basically all of them are. Especially late in the first round, like that. Like, I mean, when do we take John Baldwin? Like 25. Yeah, it was late nothing. 20s. I mean, there's multiple guys. What is it, a 50-50 shot that your first-round pick is going to be a success? And you're sitting at 29, and you're like, you almost got a bank on guys to drop to you. Like, what if you're at 29 and no one – like, there's no one there that you want or no one there right. position a need. So you trade back to the second, get another pick, which is awesome. But, but it's like a fourth-rounder, and then it's another project. Like, it's nothing that's going to, like, produce immediately. And the way the Chiefs draft, nothing ever produces immediately. Who's the last guy to produce as a rookie for the Chiefs? Kareem would be the yeah, last one I, mean, I can I think so. of. But I mean, I mean I'm all sure the we're missing picks. some. I know that's what I said. Is last year they everyone bitched about our defense. We drafted all defense, but you can't trust a rookie to come in and play day one. No, because think about our like first round, our first first picks in the draft the last few years. Been Breland Speaks last year project, and then we took Tanau in the second round a couple years ago. Obviously Mahomes, but in a way he was a project. He sat for a year. We took Chris Jones with our first pick the year before that, who's elite now, but like his first year he wasn't really doing a ton. So like we're always drafting projects for two or three years down the road. You can't really do that right now with Mahomes on his last year of the rookie deal. Yeah, and it's crazy how the fans I mean, that's been the talk from everyone. That defense all we gotta do is focus on defense, defense, defense. If we have an average defense, we can win the Super Bowl. Well, we're Super Bowl favorites and we just added an elite pass rusher which is probably our weakest group right now. I know that inside linebacker. But, yeah. but we have zero proven pass rushers, so he goes and gets a 25-year-old elite pass rusher that's been doing it consistently his whole career. I think he's missed four games. So the fans bitch about the defense, but they add an elite pass rusher. That's 25. The defense got better. There's no question right now the defense is better right now than it was last year. Yeah, it changed in just by that trade. And the people saying they wanted Ford and Houston back. Like, we had Ford and Houston at their best of their abilities last year, right? I mean, yeah. Ford had a career year in Houston at his best year since his, like, record-setting year for the Chiefs. And we were still the worst defense in, like, franchise history. I mean, like, clearly something wasn't working with them that we just needed to move on and go somewhere else. Plus, we saved money. I just feel – I just know fans going into this year, if our pass rush was, like, Emmanuel Ogba, Alex Okafor, Breland Speaks – to and no then, pass and watch. Everyone like would be so pissed. Pick. Then it's just like... Everyone would say, what is he doing? How are we going to get sacks? And now right. we add a pass rusher that's better than Houston, better than Ford. By a large amount. What were the quotes the other day on Twitter? Like someone said comparing uh, Frank Clark to D. Ford is like comparing Patrick Mahomes to Joe, Joe Flacco. Flacco. <laughs> like that's insanity. And that came from a GM or a scout. Yeah. Like if people around the NFL are saying that, this is just a no-brainer. 
and you have to pay for that kind of talent. So like saying Frank Allen is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, no, (laughs) that we upgraded that. Yeah. So like, I don't know, and I mean, I don't hate Joe Flacco. (laughs) I mean, he's a fine quarterback, but. Hell, if we can upgrade that big on the D-line, plus it fits the scheme better, then no shit we have to do that. Yeah, and Frank Allen. I mean... Frank Clark. Oh, yeah, Fra- Frank Allen, my bad. Frank Clark. <laughs> um, <laughs> Where the hell are you getting Allen from over there? I have no idea, man. My bad. Um, Mark, Big Marcus Allen guy? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, but what I was going to say is, at least Frank Clark is the... I mean, he's going to line up every day, but, like, D4 was on the team. Everything bad he was going to do, everyone's going to be talking about that playoff game like he was it was oh it was God. just gonna yeah. be, it's just gonna be like it just wouldn't be good if he wasn't that game almost ended my life I'm yeah exactly <laughs> like he's yeah. gonna have that burden on him you don't want that on your team especially with a new st- scheme coming in and right. everything like it just wasn't i just don't yeah, think it not was gonna work fit. out with d ford and no. get a step up athletically like it's just a no-brainer i feel like feach knows what right. he's doing well that's the thing is like nfl guys know more than we do i would think and if d ford's only worth a second rounder next year and Frank Clark's worth a first this year and a second next year. Breaking news, guys. Yeah. Frank Clark's a lot fucking better than D. Ford. They're on the same contract. They're both getting franchised. Yeah. They both need to get long-term extensions. Yeah. So, like, yeah. yeah, no shit. Yeah, and what Dax said kind of brings me to my next point is we were never going to pay D. Ford. So the no. people that are asking why we didn't bring him back, why do we not do this, we didn't want him back. He did not fit the 4-3, and they paid a better pass rusher instead of him. So how can you be mad? You paid a better pass rusher, and then you gave up a pick that you can't trust. Right. And I tweeted this yesterday. It's win-now mode. Last year, all we heard was this defense sucks. It's the only reason why we lose any games. And then all offseason, all I see is, oh, we're not being aggressive enough. Like, go get this guy. Go go get this guy. And then Veach does an aggressive move to improve the defense that we've been shitting on, and people were mad about it. Like, it just didn't make sense to me logically. Like, what do they want? Yeah. Do they want just the fucking Jaguars 2017 defense to come to Kansas City and play? Like, that's just not how it works. You have to do it piece by piece. Yeah. I just don't know why they were mad. Like, that's why I love Feats because he's sticking to his plan. Every guy he signs is young. Exactly. Every guy he signs plays with an attitude. He's signing 25 year old, mid 25s. We have Tyree Kill, that's, I don't even know the ages, but him, Tyron Matthew, Chris Jones, Patrick Mahomes, that quarterback quarterback, we have. He's all right. Uh, Um, who else am I missing? Kendall Fuller. I don't. We just have a bunch of young guys, and that's what he's trying to do. Right, Justin Houston, D. Ford. We love them both, but it was their time to go. Didn't fit. Did not want to pay Justin Houston all that money. So I mean, Br- Brett Veach is sticking with his plan, and he still has draft picks to work with. He still has seven. He exactly. still could trade up in the second round and get a corner. But we took care of pass rush. I think he's. I think he likes Alex Okafor a lot. Yeah, I think everything on the defensive end is like fine now, except the secondary. And even that's improving. I mean, Charverius Ward played really well in the year. Fuller's pretty good, and then we got Matthew. Yeah. I mean, we need to f- one more safety, and then we're set. Yeah, and it just it kind of depends on how Veach really views Armani Watts and Jordan Lucas. I mean, Jordan Lucas, small sample size. Armani Watts, he drafted him, so maybe he gives them a chance. But I would also – you could never have too many corners or guys in the secondary. No, no. So just draft corners and then maybe some more offense because who knows what's going to go on with Tyreek. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. When you have a quarterback on a rookie deal, Patrick Mahomes is the best contract in the history of the sport right now. You have to be hyper-aggressive and go get guys. Like, capitalize on this window like the Seahawks yeah. did a few years ago. Yeah. So. I know. It's win-now mode. So, I think that's the craziest thing with me with fans being mad about it is it's win-now mode and you just got a player that's going to play day one and he's going to be near dominant. He's going to be elite. Like, you just added an elite defender – you added maybe – people call him the best safety in the class and how well he fits us, Tyron Matthew. Matthew, yeah. So it's like you just added two elite players to your defense, and you, all you did was basically lose a first-rounder. Because you have two second-rounders, and then you still have a second-round next year, which win a Super Bowl, and who cares about that second-rounder next year? No one will. If we win a Super Bowl, no one's going to care about anything that he does. No. And that's the thing with this draft is you – I don't trust them to get a pass rusher in the second or third – because think about the first round. Who was going to drop to 29? Besides maybe like Jerry Tillery or like Dexter Lawrence, and those aren't even pass rushers. No. Like all the guys that we're saying might drop were those corners, like Greedy and Rocky Sin, whatever yeah. name that is. But like, <laughs> yeah, I want they were, they were all those corners that might drop further than their value would be. So like pass rush, it's a loaded pass rushing class, but they're yeah. all going to go top 15, top 20. So if you trade in the top 20, 
you have to give up 29, and then you probably have to give up, what, a second, 63, or a third? third? Right. So, I mean, we basically just, we're not finding anyone with Frank Clark's talent, Frank Clark's ability for this upcoming year and the next two years, probably. I would think that's our window, the next two to three years. Obviously, with Mahomes, he's going to keep us in it forever. But once we pay him and that contract hits, like, just the reality speaking, like, we're not going to be able to have whoever we want, right? Yeah, and speaking of deep classes, too, I, I'm really excited about the cornerback class just because that was another thing with the first round is, yeah, you can maybe make – that's the thing with 29. You can maybe get Byron Murphy. You can maybe get Greedy Williams. You can maybe get DeAndre Baker. But second round, maybe you trade up or there's guys that are – it's not like they're – it's not like Greedy Williams and is that Byron Murphy is the- better than, like, Julian Love from Notre Dame or, like, Oruwarie, I don't know how to say his name, from Penn State. or. Right. I don't know, like Lonnie, that Lonnie Johnson dude from Kentucky or guys like that. So it's like 29, you never fucking know, obviously, who's going to drop. But I think I think you can trade up for a corner in the second, and he's not going to be far off from the guys in the first. Or you can just sit at 61 and 63 and go safety in corner or go wide receiver corner. I just feel like 29 would have been such a – it's just a tough pick for us. If you trade up, you're still going to have to give up basically what you gave up for Frank Clark. So, right. And, and it's I a mean, rookie. Why not call the Cardinals? What do you think the Cardinals want for Patrick Peterson? Because he's, he's got one year left on his deal for – It's not like he's Frank Clark. 12 million, 15 million. It's not million. like he's that young. He's going right. to be 29 or he is 29, maybe going to be 30. But, yeah, maybe you only have to give up a second. If you give up a second for maybe a one-year, like, next year's prove it first. this year. Exactly. Just I don't, go do it. I don't think anyone in Chiefs Kingdom would be mad if we gave up a first for Pat Pete. I don't think We've so We've been either. talking about that since October. I know. And we've needed a lo- we need a lockdown corner. I – can you imagine how good you'd feel about the corner group if you had Kendall Fuller, Bashad Breeland? Patrick- oh, I forgot about Breeland too. Yeah, yeah dude. Patrick Peterson, and then you had Charvarius, yeah, who gets mentored by Pat. All of them get mentored by I Patrick know. Peterson. Like and then Kendall Fuller is like twenty four. It's like that secondary turns from like below average to the like above average, like good secondary. And then what's the like negative on our defense? Linebacking. But the like That's all the those linebackers are always right four threes, right? Like yeah. they fit the four three well. So I mean, I don't know. I'm fine with yeah, it. I'm... And then the offense. All, if you think about it, if our defense was like 20th last year instead of 32nd, are we like 14 and two? Do we go to the Super Bowl? I don't know. I just we don't need to improve that much. Just improve enough to make it so those games that we lost last year, like 44, 41, we win it 38. 28 or something. I don't yeah. know. We don't have to be a top five defense. Just be oh, top 20. We've been 20. saying that. Right. We've just be top 20. It. Don't be 32nd. Exactly. But yeah, it's like there's no, I feel like pass rush was the weakest thing too because like you said about the linebackers is you, pr- I mean, obviously you pray to God that Hitchens is better than he was last year, but you we think he so. fits more. Rack he was one. a beast in Dallas. Like I know we didn't watch the guy every week, but you see highlights of the guy making tackles and not running away from guys like he kind of did in New England. <laughs> he wouldn't get $40 million if he wasn't really good in Dallas. Yeah. That's just not how the sport goes. It's not the NBA where oh. everyone's getting max deals. Like Veach isn't that dumb. Yeah. But I don't know. I think he naturally improves with the scheme. Ragland, he's still young. I mean, yeah. they're going to be fine. And I like Dorian O'Daniel too. Love DOD. Yeah. He's my guy. So, yeah, I feel like – like I was saying, back to my point, was I feel like our biggest need was pass rush. You get rid of two elite pass rushers that were great for us for years. And listen to the stats from our pass rushers last year. Emmanuel Agba, three sacks. Alex Okafor, four sacks. Breland Speaks, one and a half sacks. K-Pass, two sacks. Last year, all combined. That's what we're Frank Clark had into. 13. Yeah. I mean, it changes everything. And I, I keep hearing about Spags is like, He's not just like a boring defensive coordinator like Sutton was. Like he's going to change it up, safety blitzes, corner blitzes, you know, bring linebackers in too. So it's not just the front four that's going to be pressuring. But when you have Frank Clark, it just makes it so creative where he comes every time, bring Matthew right behind him or something. Like I know we used to do that with Sorensen. Remember mm-hmm. that Cam Newton game? Yeah. Where Sorensen came in and like sacks him and Barry picked it off? Yeah, pick six. Exactly. Like be creative like that. And I've heard Spags does that a lot. So just do that and we'll be fine. I mean – we have to pressure the quarterback to help the secondary out, which is clearly our weakness right now. You know what I really didn't want to do tonight? Oh, boy. Think about Eric Berry. How good was he? I know. Selfie? Like, every time he got a pick, he was the hardest guy in the world to tackle. Like, he was he was, he was, was taking it for six. 
That he was one housing I just, it. That one I just brought up, the Carolina one. He had like eight spin moves and somehow beat Cam to the corner. Like, I'm I mean, the Atlanta guy. game was like the only example I've ever seen of a defensive player like literally winning a game for you, at least Chiefs-wise. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> pick, he, pick two and pick six in his hometown. To yeah. I mean, there were literally like actual talks of him being an MVP candidate that year. He was that good. That never happens with defensive guys. And it sucks because, like, yeah, he's, like, actually gone this year, but doesn't it just feel like he's been gone for the last, like, three years? Yeah, he pretty Ever much has. that year in 2016 or got, 17, whatever it was. He got paid, and then he basically played – he played the New England game, and that was basically the only time he was probably 100% healthy. Mm-hmm. But, I mean – So, yeah, it's been it's been a crazy it sucks. crazy weird off season, man. We've got rid of three guys that us three have been watching since – we're in fucking high school, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I mean, when did we get Houston? 2011. Barry was 2010. Yeah. And they just, they both set franchise records and something. Yeah. So and we, then especially everything Barry went through, the cancer, like off the field. And then coming back from that, being that good defensive player of the year candidate, winning us games to just being like, I don't even know how I would describe it with him. Like it was like a helpless feeling. And then the fan base kind of turned on him because they thought he was being soft, which I thought was EB. kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought that was kind of dumb, but, like, it just sucks that it came to that and it had to end like that because, I mean, he should be – he's going to be in the ring of honor anyways, but it's yeah. not going to be as celebrated. I hope in 10 years we forget about the last two years with him being hurt, him being quote-unquote soft. Yeah. But I don't know. So, yeah, crazy off season. Like, we got rid of three guys that have been playing forever, but it's Brett V sticking to his plan. He's added younger guys. He doesn't want old guys around anymore, if that makes sense. Hopefully we stay young for the next 14, 15, whatever years for Pat. Pat's. We're going to have to once we give Pat $300 million or whatever we're going to have to give Hopefully him. Pat's still here when he's 40 and we have a defense full of nasty 25-year-old guys on the defense. The old guys. <laughs> Just imagine building a dominant defense. Like, that's all I talk about. It doesn't even have to be dominant. Because the weapons don't matter. I mean, they matter, but they don't with him. He's going to make them better. Right. I mean, if we have a dominant defense, we're going 19-0. and Tell Which is really all there is to it. CDOT was standing down on the radio yesterday when the trade went down. He thinks we have a legit chance to be a top-12 defense this year. Yeah, why if not? If we're a top-12 defense, we're winning the Super Bowl. Why not? Like, I'll sign like Trey Boston or something. I know you're high on him. I just feel like you got to get another safety. He's a vet. Get him a one-year deal. I don't know how he feels about Lucas and Watts, though. So, right, I'm huge on some safeties in day two, but... I hope we go safety. I like Savage out of Maryland. I like Juan Thornhill. Who's that Maybe. guy from Iowa that plays, like, everywhere? Amani Hooker. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, and then, God, who else is there? Oh, like if that Gardner Johnson drops, if Adderley drops, who knows? That's the thing. Maybe someone they like in the first drops to the second. Or they drop to, like, 45-50. Joe up- Deneen, I heard, second round. 45-50 <laughs> or so. What if someone drops to – in the 40s, late 40s, and we trade yeah, up from really 61. You wanted it like the first round, and he just keeps falling. Just trade up and go get him. Yeah, that's the thing. Like when we got Chris Jones, we moved back from like 25 to 36 or something like that. And we yeah. like they said they would have taken Jones if they didn't move down. Like maybe that happens this year, and we just package our second, like a fourth. Yeah, even if they move from like 61 to I don't know how draft compensation works, but move up a little bit, and then they only have to give up a third. So right. then you still have the second to still get a badass player. I don't know. Something. I still I think Veach will move up in the second. That's he's, the thing. He's he c- too aggressive to not have, like, I still think there's a slight chance he moves up tomorrow. I guess you guys won't be listening to this, but, like, <laughs> in the first round, he might just say, screw it, let's give up both our seconds this year and, like, a third next year or something and That's just the thing. go after you a guy at 22. You never know with him. I know. That's why we, if we would have got to pick 29 tomorrow, everyone would have been cheering for, like, like say Byron Murphy was there. Byron Murphy, and then Veach just drafts, like, the most – random person of all time that's what kind of gm he's gonna be for a while that'd be a chief's thing to do though. oh yeah <laughs> there were so many drafts where like we just draft the most middle of the road dude i feel like tyson jackson those, was that with for those, me like oh, 20 God. plus picks yeah it's, i oh, felt that way with marcus tyson. peters honestly no it turned out to be all right really I, yeah i was pumped about that because like once i looked into can it, i be I a douche excited, can i be a douche for a second here we go i actually called that I loved Peters. Him coming out of Peters, Washington. I, yeah, I think I remember. I was at the Royals game with that. Quinn, QMJ, and yeah. we were at that top, Shout out upper QMJ. level bar or whatever, oh, like by yeah. that bar where the TVs are on. Mm-hmm. 
And I told Quinn, I was like, I want Marcus Peters. And he's like, who? <laughs> That's and what, they took that was him my on. reaction. I just felt like, I mean, I am the man, but I felt like the man there too. That was a couple years in a row for you then. I guess probably two out of three because you were talking about Mahomes and like and I t- October. Remember, remember when I said D Ford? That was weird. Your Auburn guy? <laughs> yeah. God, we I just, were so close. I like D Ford. Can you imagine if one thing would have fell our way and we would have taken Manziel? He was one pick away from us. Imagine oh, how I much different that. things would be. I was like, are we about to draft Manziel? Yeah. <laughs> like, we were tra- We were P&L? Cleveland trading in front of us. Dude, we were in <laughs> Ellsworth, KU dorm. We have like 20. We always had fucking hundreds of people in your oh dorm room. But we had like 20 people. And he's one pick away. <laughs> and the, we see Browns trade up and everyone... Drew, our guy Drew, I was on the Drew. ground. Like, his face is on the ground. <laughs> no! He wanted Manziel so bad. Can you that imagine if we so took bad. Johnny? I don't think we would Obviously have Obviously something. Right now. That'd yeah, be terrible. That and what if Andy Reid straightens him out and he's the man in Kansas City? No way. You don't? Yeah, no way. That's the thing. <laughs> I think if, yeah, it, if it was going to work out, it would have worked out. Like, Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Cause he's still trying it to ball out crazy, in Canada, if, and he's throwing picks all over the place. Like he's just not. He's just. I don't know. Yeah, he's just one of those college dudes, player. Right, those I mean, college if, quarterbacks if, yeah. racing and. If Andy can make that guy's character change, then he's the goat. I would like to think that, and I don't want to transition to this to bad news, but we said that about Tyreek Hill for the last three years, and then shit kind of hit the fan the past few weeks. Yep. Which um, I don't know how much we want to get into this. No, obviously, we can say whatever. I mean, let's just start by saying obviously, if he did what is being rumored, then fuck him. Like I don't want him anywhere near the Chiefs. But like the press conference <laughs> to today. Fuck him. Well, I mean, honestly, like no, I mean anyone that I'm breaks sure. a three-year-old's arm, just like go to fucking hell. <laughs> but like fuck him and go to hell. I mean, I feel like same every Chiefs fan too would probably say they would oh, yeah. want him on the team if that was true. I mean. Right. I'd have to say it just because, well, first off, he has trouble. He's done things in the past, right. so this is strike two, which doesn't obviously doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't make him guilty this time. Yeah, but like, doesn't I don't change know. anything from him breaking the arm. But he does have issues in the past, which gets it makes it tough to give him the benefit of the doubt, which worries me. And like the press conference today, the DA said they're not filing charges. When I first heard that, I was amped. You guys saw my text. I was so excited. Yeah. And then they kept saying, well, we, we think there was a crime committed. There's just not enough evidence to, like, put it on one person. Well, who was it going to be? He wasn't on the report, but there were only him and his fiance in the house. I, I don't know. I, I don't want to, like, blame him, but like we just said with his past, how could you give that guy the benefit of the doubt? I hope yeah, he didn't with do it. His I past, hope it was an accident. With his past, that's automatically going to make people assume exactly. that he did it. You should see Twitter and, like, the responses to, like, Rappaport and Chris Baylor. It's just like... Like, a lot yeah, of them are haters. Like, and trolls, yeah, he might have done it, but also you weren't there. You don't know what happened. It could have been anyone. Like right. Tyreek and his his girl are not going to say anything right now, obviously. So you right. have no, like, maybe the kid fell. Maybe, like, we have no details, so I'm not going to blame anyone. But like A.B. said, I mean, if he like, did this to his son, then he's, I'm sure, like, if anything comes out, I don't know if anything's going to come out, but I'm sure – Definitely won't be a chief, and he probably won't be in the NFL ever again. Right. I wouldn't. I don't know. I, I've watched enough NFL to know that these teams – I don't really think these teams give a fuck, which is sad. But, like but when, the fans sure do. Right. But, like, when the Chiefs like cut Kareem, it wasn't because it happened. It was because he lied about it. I think if he told them straight up what happened, he'd get a four-game suspension and it'd be over. Right? I think you agree with that. Yeah. So, like – I don't know. This is different. That's really all I want to get into with like what happened, but I also think it like leads us down. I don't think we're paying Tyreek Hill, are we? I don't think he's going to get the deal he was going to get. How can you? I just that's the thing is if what if he does something like this again? I don't, he didn't do this according like there's no evidence that he did it, but right. what if like an instance were to come up again and then you have no choice but to release him or or maybe you think it right. brings bad publicity to your team, but it's like at this moment I feel like there's no way they can extend him. And the Chiefs haven't publicly said it, but what if they just made up their mind they wanted to like move on from him after this deal, and that's where Frank Clark's contract is going? I know it could definitely have or something just to do with him it. instead I mean, of Tyreek. Just... Or even if it's like not even a criminal, like criminal thing. What if they just trust Mahomes that much to just know, hey, you're the best quarterback in the fucking NFL. Go out and win with Demarcus Robinson. You know, go out and win with Travis Kelsey and Demetrius Harris, even though he's not on the team anymore. <laughs> like, they can find weapons if Mahomes is that good. So I. 
maybe they decided, all right, let's fix this defense long term. We'll find weapons offensively if the quarterback's that good. Yeah. I mean, you can use that Tyreek money and find a good weapon for him. Exactly. I mean, I mean, they're veteran receivers all the time. Like, Obviously, you want Tyree because he's like oh, the right. most explosive player in the NFL, yeah. like the most unique, most dynamic player in the NFL, and he's perfect, perfect with Pat's with arm. Pat. Yeah. So, like, you want to keep him around, but I think maybe you don't sign him for as big of a deal. I wouldn't I mean, think, I don't you think can't, he's getting $100 You can't 100% anymore. say that he actually did mess up. I say that, but the Bengals are probably or the Raiders or something. I'll go out and sign him like. <laughs> Five years, 105. Oh, man. Bengals are, like, drooling right now. Oh, yeah. They they're so amped that something happened. <laughs> Didn't they get rid of Perfect and they're going to – they got to bring others And then he went to the Raiders. Oh, he, yeah, he it's another that. one that Braden called. <laughs> Classic. Oh, what my what God. What else you got to call? Dude, right. All of them. Right when I saw he was released, I said Raiders. <laughs> Raiders. I think probably watching him in Cincy, I said that guy's a future Raider. Just the way he plays. They, I think the Raiders love personal foul penalties. And suspensions and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They have to. Like, I think they teach their players to do it. I'm not sure, though. It's a way to pass the blame on, like, just not being very good. Yeah, so we don't have to get too much into the Tyree Kill incident. I mean, we have no clue exactly what happened. Zero proof of anything. Even the DA kind of said that. So it's yeah, like... just let that one play out itself. We'll, we'll figure it out in the meantime, I'm sure. Yeah, so we love Tyreek. I mean, he's probably the best receiver in Chiefs history, as crazy as that sounds. Has so obviously we want him on the team. But, I mean, if he did that... Get him all the way out of here. Yeah, I mean, it's just a tough situation. I mean, hopefully it didn't happen. Hopefully it's all just an accident. We can move on and act like nothing happened. But I don't know. I guess we'll find out soon. But yeah, so really, I mean, I could not be more excited about the direction of the Chiefs right now. I think we have a young GM that's super aggressive, wants to be young. He's going to fucking surround Pat with talent for 15 years. And the Frank Clark trade just, I mean, I can't say anything negative about it anymore. I mean, fuck the draft picks. Like, was, I really don't care. Yeah, it was about a 50-50 split within, like, I know Arrowhead Pride ran a, like, Twitter poll, like, how do you guys feel about the trade? It was 50-50 down the middle, whether they liked it or not. But I don't know. I just think the positives way outweigh the negatives. You're going to have to pay for talent anyway, so why not just pay him? Yeah, I mean, right when the trade dropped, I kind of overreacted. I feel like anytime a trade happens, like, you're immediately going to have a reaction, like, good or bad right away. It's always instant reactions. And then you see the, I mean, you see first rounder gone, and that kind of made me freak out just because I said I'd do, I'd give up a second, probably two seconds immediately right. for him. We were with each other when it happened, and yeah. your reaction was like, I was amped, but you were kind of just like, that's a shitload to give up. Yeah, first and a second, but it's like we still have two seconds, and it was next year's second. That's what I kind of, at first, I right. thought it was one of this year's. So it's like then you only have one pick in exactly. a second, and who knows who the hell would drop to 61 or 63 or whatever that would be. But obviously insanely excited about the direction of the Chiefs. We have the best quarterback in the world. I know we've kind of shied away from gambling the past few episodes, but I have a hammer <laughs> for us if we want it. Yeah, let's do some bets, pull up some stuff. <laughs> I'm going to hammer the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl this year. Oh, my. I know it might be a jinx, but it's just like – No. Be confident in your who's squad. Who's it going to be in the AFC? Chiefs, Patriots. Yeah, obviously Colts, always. The Colts them. haven't done shit with all the cap space they have. That's crazy. And I then, can't believe like, they're not. The Texans maybe. Chargers, I guess, but I don't know. Chargers, I'll never believe the Chargers are a real team. That's the thing. It's kind of when they get into January, they're just not, <laughs> not real. the same no. team. <laughs> Phil Rivers is just going <laughs> to fucking pump out another kid and throw six picks. But, no, I don't know. I just think it's going to happen at some point. Mahomes is obviously elite. And I can't wait for him to have, like, 40 touchdowns and 13 picks this year and people to freak out that he's, like, not as good as he was last year. Yeah. And I which think, is just not sustainable at all. But I think just adding Okafor and um, Frank Clark, Clark just shores up the run right there. I think our D-line is going to stuff the run, which makes it easier on the inside linebackers. And the secondary, too. Because Naughty's going to s- take up space. Chris Jones is going to take up space. So that leads for the inside linebackers to come up, make tackles. I think last year was just a system thing for Hitchens, and I think Hitchens is going to be the guy who was in Dallas. So I think the D-line is going to make it a lot easier for them. I think the D-line is going to be awesome. Frank Clark makes it 20 times better. Him and Chris Jones are going to be hitting the quarterback together all season long. Right, and I just – I don't know. I don't know who else to take in the AFC because Patriots lost Gronk, who's been weird lately. But in the playoffs, yeah. he had like 100 yards against us. <laughs> so like – Eric Berry. Oh, we my the, God. We were there last year too. Right. Like, Love lining D4, up offsides. Man. D4, man. God, I love <laughs> <Inches>. it. <laughs> Crazy. Just so blatantly, too. Like, how do you not notice? Yeah. 
So def- I can't wait to see what Veach does with the defense over the years. Stay young and defense can't get worse. I think the biggest upgrade isn't even player wise. I think it's just changing the D coordinator. I think that's going to make the defense better right there. So excited to see Fucking what Veach better. is doing. It's the best feeling in the world having a quarterback that can win you absolutely every game in the world for the next fifteen years. Whatever wasn't how long he is here. Single game that I ever felt like we were out of it last year. We were down double digits times. <clears throat> We get down 14 nothing against L.A., right, on Monday mm-hmm. night. And you're just like, Quick. all right, well, we'll just go score now. Like, yeah. you never feel out of it. Even the Patriots. AFC Every title drive, you feel like you're nothing. scoring. Right. So, like. Like, Chiefs' first half uh, spreads were just money this year. Right. Because they're going to score 20-plus in the first half. And it's not even just, like, points-wise. Like, even on, like, a third and 10, I always felt confident we're going to pick it up. Like, there was no third down outside of, like, 15-plus that I was like, we're not going to get. And even those. Though, I don't know. Mahomes is special. Like I get finally I mean, got ourselves a QB. Yeah, I get nervous when we're down in any game, any of my sports teams. But the craziest instance was, you're down fourteen nothing against the best team in the last twenty years at home in the AFC Championship, and I'm sitting there at halftime and feeling good. And we had like thirty yards of offense, and they were shutting right. us down. And then come out, throws a bomb to Sammy Watkins, fourteen seven. And then we had the lead twice in the fourth quarter. No quarterback in the league can really do that against the Pats. To tie this, he put up thirty-one in the second half, both games against New England. To tie this to KU a little bit, my feeling with Mahomes is kind of like KU at Allen. You're down like eight points at home, and you just know you're gonna have the Allen Fieldhouse run, the sixteen to two run. You're just it's over. Like there's never a point where I feel like we're actually gonna lose a game until the clock is zero. Besides the West Vaughn game when we were down. 14 with three minutes. I think you almost killed me that night. What a time. You tackled me inside the field house. Oh, my God. That was so awesome. I almost – I mean, I felt like people did leave. I almost did leave. But, Fair way. God, now we're going to get into KU Athletics. It. We Do- can talk for days. Doke is back. I love it. Go listen to that episode, folks. So, yeah, Chiefs, Super Bowl favorites. We added in a – Have we seen any lines out for that yet since yesterday's news? No. Odd Shark tweet anything or anything like that? I don't think so. They'll probably wait till after the draft, but I would assume that we're the favorites. Yeah, Super Bowl favorites just adding a 25-year-old elite pass rusher. We're recording this Thursday morning, so the draft is tonight. Might be drafting if Brett Veach is the aggressive guy, the craziest man in the world. <laughs> he is super aggressive, so who knows? Draft, we still have seven picks left. Let's get a Let's safety. get guys that can produce now instead yeah. of projects. And I think it'll be easier in Spag's system. Rookies didn't really play under Sutton, but get a safety corner, get a wide receiver or tight end. I, would, I wouldn't mind a tight end, too. Mid-rounds. I Binkley was saying Sternberg in the second rounder. Yeah. Former KU Jayhawk. Yeah, David. Wasn't good enough for David, David Beatty, Beatty, so he's doing? an All-American in Texas A&M. You just hate to see him. Excited to see what running back we draft, too. I mean, David Montgomery. I want him so bad. I'm not kidding. If we got David Montgomery, I would have sex with myself. I love him. You know who I love more? Alex Barnes. Daryl Henderson from He's Memphis. He's going to go too early, I feel like. What Montgomery if, might too. Yeah. I know. Who knows? Henderson's a beast. Because Josh Jacobs and then those two will probably go. Who's the other guy they were talking about today? It's like one of the top running. Someone was tweeting about him today. Part of me wishes we would stayed at 29 because I like Paris Campbell out of Ohio State. I, if, we, if he falls to like early to mid-second, I wouldn't be mad if we went up and got him. Especially with the questions with Tyreek right now. Yeah, I know. I mean, I don't know if he dropped to late late second. I mean, who I feel knows? like there's so many question marks from like 15 to 45. I, s- I was watching that mock draft on ESPN last night, and they Where'd had they, have they had Paris Campbell like 29th. Like, no, not 29. It was no, it was it was to Seattle at 29. Really? So yeah, they had him. God, who is that running back? Do you know who he played for? Yeah. Who? Oh, Miles Sanders for Penn State. Oh, uh, okay. He's, people are talking about him being either, maybe the first off the board. Maybe first or second right now. And people well, that's, are, that's one someone, thing that we've been able to do lately is find running backs, whether it be like free agency or Kareem in the yeah, third. Yeah, it's crazy. Our yeah. running back history is the you can best part them. of the Chiefs probably. Yeah. You go from Priest to Larry to Jamal to Kareem. Unreal. Yeah. And don't forget, so don't forget Jackie Battle. Dude. The guy, Thomas Jones. Oh, just, my God. Him and Jamal together were fun. Thomas Jones. Even though he was carry, old. He was like 1.9. Uh, don't forget Peyton Hillis. <laughs> oh, my Madden God. Madden cover. He's yeah. stud. Remember his, fate, his helmet with the Browns? Oh, my God. On the Madden cover. <laughs> what a fluke. What he was a on a Madden cover. I know. And then so He funny. didn't do shit How here. good was he that year before, though? Like That's when I figured <laughs> out the world might be a little racist, because that was the one year they did the Madden fan vote or whatever for the cover. <laughs> And it was a white running back Nathan from the Cleveland Hillis. Browns. <laughs> oh Jesus. 
But no. So, yeah, I think it was Matt Miller that tweeted yesterday. He's like, was it Miles Sanders? I said, right? Miles Sanders for Penn State. Barry Sanders. <laughs> Matt Miller was like, <laughs> Miles Sanders would be so fun in Kansas City. So I haven't watched. I obviously you got to get on YouTube to watch these guys. There's some draft. There's some film breakdowns that kind of help. I mean, it's not like right. you get to watch these guys every Saturday. Oh, I do. <laughs> I mean, I do, but it's like you don't really pay attention to day Those two running backs that the Mostly Chiefs are going to have. And day two running backs that the Chiefs are going to draft in 2019. We're so, going to have to take a running back, right? I think so. We can't go into the season with was it Damian Williams or Daryl Williams? I always get the two mixed up. Daryl. You know who's another free agent guy that people don't really talk about? Oh boy, Carlos Hyde. Could he be good here? Oh shit! I Dude, forgot we got yeah. him. Yeah, and we got Damian Williams. People haven't Damian talked Williams about him was at all. Like solid the last couple games of the season. He was really good. He had three He's touchdowns. I like Damian. Yeah. I think Daryl's good too, or Daryl. 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 I hope it's Daryl. That's the best name of all time. Derail. So yeah, Carlos Hyde, Damian, but it's like. It's once again, do they trust any of those guys to be a lead back, or is it going to be a share? Maybe it might they be don't a situation even... where we just draft one just to draft one. We, yeah. When we drafted Kareem, we weren't like we didn't need a running back. No, we had Spencer Ware who ended up getting hurt in the preseason, seal terry, so it yeah. ended up working out. So it's like, I don't know. Running backs take beatings; they can get hurt whenever, right. so it doesn't hurt to draft a rookie. And hopefully, it's the kid from Memphis. I want, want I want Montgomery so bad. Those uh, those two, I need to see Sanders because he's getting hyped up right now. But yeah. Daryl Henderson just watched. Somehow I ended up betting on a lot of Memphis football games, so I saw him run and he was. I bet against them a, a lot. Monster. And he fucked me over a lot. So now he's a beast. Um, I don't know. I think we get a running back day two, maybe day three. We'll see how far they drop. Yeah, people, so people seem to like Barnes, but I don't think we'd like Barnes if he didn't Alex go to Barnes. K State. Yeah, yeah, he's, I mean, a, he's monster. a tank, but like Dude, I just I like him. I just don't know if he's like the kind of back that's gonna. I know, like, do they dominate? Do or they like draft one late and like take a flyer on a running back, or do they actually try to get a badass running back to come in and start? Because well, I mean, we've been talking, we need safety corner. Then yeah, either receiver. Or I wonder back. what they do with middle linebacker. I feel like I never see. I feel like we have an overloaded linebacker though. Yeah, Hitchens, Raglan, Dod, that dude from Dallas we signed. Mm-hmm. What was his name? Damian um, Wilson. Damian Wilson, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I we could use one. Obviously, I'm not like thrilled with any of them except O'Daniel. But I know it's like I sit here and say Hitchens is going to be better, which I don't think he can be worse. But like, I, it's just hard for me to believe it after watching him last year, dude. Like he's going to be better. Two games, like he was solid. Yeah, he was. He, I think he had like 25 tackles in the first two games. Like, he was he like was leading the league in the tackles, place, and then he just fell off. That's what part that's of me. crazy. Part of me thinks he was hurt. Yeah, that's a, good a little one. bit. Who knows? I mean, it's the NFL. If Raglan and Hitchens, we need them. So if we got to roll with them. You got to just pray that they play better than they did last year. So can't really play much worse. Yeah. So future of the Chiefs is bright. We have the best quarterback in the league, and he happens to be 23 years old. So is it weird that we're older than him? I know we yeah. like, we're just kind of getting to that age right now where we're like older than the guys that we look up to in a way. Yeah, <laughs> like I kind of it kind of got to me a few That's years crazy. ago with KU basketball, but like yeah, when they were all younger, no matter what. Mm-hmm. But it's just like <laughs> I don't know. It's like weird that we like literally just were in a studio at one in the morning talking about these guys, and we're older than half of them. Yeah, which feels a little weird. And but. never we've never been this excited for Chiefs football. We're gonna oh, be shit. we're gonna be Super Bowl favorites every year. I hope so. Yeah. Hopefully we. I don't want to sound spoiled because we're the fucking Chiefs. We have one Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> but like I hope we get multiple with Pat. I think we will. Why not? Oh, it's just – I don't want to say it's easy, but, like, you win two games and you're in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Essentially. I we mean, assuming we're a top two seed. That's the thing is, are we going to be a one or two every year? Have a bye Probably. go 12 and four? Like, you look at the schedule this year and it's hard as hell, but then you're like, oh. But, like, look he at can the win guys that in game. the league. Like, he can other win than, that game. Like, Brady's going to retire within the next three years. Yep. Roethlisberger's going to retire within the next three years. So those guys are going to be gone. Then it's what, us, the Colts, and the Texans? It's crazy how Tom's just getting better every year. Like, no drop-off at all. He's in his fucking 40s. Makes me so mad. I, I hope he has he a Peyton Manning fall-off. I don't know. I hope. I don't know. And he doesn't even have the he weapons. He just won one last year, dude. I yeah. don't know. He somehow won that one. I'm telling you, every year I never he sleep on like the Pats. <laughs> I tell people they're nuts when they do. Last year I was like, there's no way. I didn't even think they'd get a bye. I was like, there's no way they're going to win it. They start out <laughs> always just, like, not that good. And then 
It's the, same the last they part like of the two year. And two and yeah, then they just... it's crazy. Yeah, and I don't get confident for games. I just it's just how I've been always. Like I just try to like calm down, like not jinx shit. Kind of, we're just superstitious almost is what bit. it is. But I've I was so confident for that game at Arrowhead. Like the crowd, they were playing the Colin Coward video. I just thought it was going to be way too much. The Patriots sucked on the road last year. They lost to I think they they were two and six, weren't they? Yeah. Every, I, mean, I think every so game they lost, they lost to the Lions, they lost to the Jags, they lost to the Dolphins. They were like all non-playoff teams. Bro, we won that game, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, we won it. I know. So many chances. Two leads. D4 jumps off sides. Hate bringing it He didn't up. even jump off sides. He just he lined, lined up off sides. Yeah, up didn't off jump. Sides, and we It's like that fucking it. clip in Rim of the Titans where he's like, he's lining up off God. sides. <laughs> it's just, it makes me so, I can't believe we're talking about that game right I know, now. and like... Oh my god! So I many stayed up till eight in the morning just chugging like vodkas. All <laughs> yeah. I was so drunk, and I had that stupid ass beard that I had. Remember that thing? <laughs> yeah. I like shaved here, and Awful. it was just God. I dude. cried. Yeah, <laughs> dude, like Same that close. I cried. I'm not Cold even kidding. That one. Like that close to winning it, we would have beat the Rams. We I hate saying that because we tasted it though. Like yeah, yeah, we were there. We had so. that feeling of. We're going. And okay. It, it sounds could, like a certain <laughs> Kansas City sports team that yeah. you know a few years was ago was there, and then the next yeah, year they come dude. through, and might wear, maybe it might was a blessing. Blue. Maybe it was a blessing for them to lose that game, and maybe that was why the guy everyone in Kansas City hates got fired, Bob Sutton. So maybe it was a blessing for us. So bad for that guy. He's just so bad at this job. Seems like <laughs> yeah. a good dude, though. Get him I know. God. I was gonna ask you guys something. Like, we don't have that dude on defense though right now. Like. Barry's gone. Houston's gone. Yeah. There's as far as, that, like... There's not that leader on defense, I feel like, right I know. Now. I, I think Matthew's going to try and take that's, it yeah. over. I feel like it's got to be him. Yeah. Or it you go to. get that guy. Like, that'd be... Yeah. So, I think Clark's something. clearly got the Weddle best player. Cool. I wish we got Weddle. <laughs> and I, I know... Was so high. I wanted him more than Earl Thomas. Yeah. yeah. Which we haven't even talked about. We Jesus. literally had Earl Thomas. Inches away. And like, then the Ravens gave him four years when he's 800 years old. He's about to get a jet to KC, and then the Ravens randomly call him. That's crazy how they just randomly called him. We were literally like 30 minutes away from Having like, Earl... Multiple times. I'm so confident in this defense if those are our safeties. If, we don't even have to draft a safety. Do we have Frank Clark if we signed Earl Thomas, do you think? Yeah, it's almost like a Pandora's box. Like, well, it was a it, one butterfly effect, whatever you want to call it. It like, was a one-year deal, though, wasn't it? Like, one or two, maybe like a one and one. God, man, so those close. two at safety, like that's so perfect because Tyran plays everywhere. Like he can be a strong, he can be a free. It's what it always with their team. And Earl so close so, to getting there. Earl's so rangy. Like it would have been the perfect match. Dude, those look. two, we wouldn't have had. To, we, there's no way we would have taken a safety in this draft unless they wanted him to like mold him, but. We could have focused on – we could have double-dipped at corner, take two corners, and then maybe go oh, – shit, we could we could get offensive weapons. Like, we wouldn't have to worry about safety. Offensive weapons. <laughs> I had to burp. <laughs> Dude, the Broncos, remember when they were making all those moves? DeMarcus Ware, oh, yeah. Keep Tlaib, yep. everyone. Like, like why the, can't we do that? Like, like the Rams yeah. last year, too. They signed Sue. They Crazy. signed. They trade for Peters. They signed Tlaib. Like – and people think that Why doesn't work, us? but they go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it clearly works. I and mean, they could have won that game. And Easily. I feel like Veach is, like, being aggressive enough to, like, do something like that. I know. It's like you can't build a defense I think that's what overnight, Veach is going to do, like, next year. he's doing it piece by piece. Yeah. Like, next year's year, Veach goes and that's signs a bunch of vets for, like, one year, $8 million. Also, Sue hasn't signed yet. What yeah. if we just bring him in for one year, $12 million or something like that? I know. Can you imagine Chris Jones and uh, Can you imagine that D-line? Sue. God, he's got character it, issues though man. yeah like, i don't give a you, fuck you imagine well, all the, imagine to, all the fans. according to all the uh <laughs> geniuses on twitter we like those guys so let's bring in Indomitian sue i'm cool with it can you imagine sue chris jones and fucking frank clark and on then the naughty D-line? rush like rotating in oh my shit i want that so bad i love naughty i think he's gonna have an awesome year i think he's a i think he's gonna be year. i don't know if it's bold but i think he's gonna be my favorite player from the class i love dorian i think armani's gonna be good too but do we still have alan bailey is he gone he hasn't signed yet either i mean i don't believe so at least like yeah good on the run he didn't get really any credit no i mean i wouldn't think we would sign him now unless he thinks okafor would be depth but i mean the ends are kind of yeah i mean i i think we're pretty set on the d-line i'd be pretty surprised if we change that up at all yeah, maybe they draft depth in the draft. I mean, I feel like that's what they always do anyway. <laughs> I feel like 
if you have a solid ass D line, shut down the run. Do. Yeah. yeah. If we got Naughty Jones and Clark, I'd much rather beef up the secondary though, God. rather than beef it oh, up I the know. D line. I mean, I would, I'd bet one thousand hundred million dollars that we take a corner in the second round. There's no way we don't. It seems too obvious. Because you have, I don't actually, you don't even really have one that you're like super confident in. Like I know Kendall Fuller's a nice player, but sometimes he lacked last year. Rashad Breland's not. Position, I thought. Yeah, he's yeah. weird. So that, that's another thing. Put him in the slot and draft a corner. Have Bashad Breland and have. Don't trade Marcus Peters. Yeah, have Bashad Breland outside, or maybe he plays inside. I don't know. Draft a corner. I think. There's just so much we can do. Oh, I can't I'm wait. I'm looking forward to it. I know it sucks that we can't see it. Probably, most likely, won't see us pick tomorrow, but I'm excited for Friday. Two picks, and then I think huge possibility that we trade up. So this is a little off topic, but who do we not want the Raiders to take it for? Like, who do we not want to deal with for the next five to uh, 15 years? Do we Bosa. want them to, like, Bosa? I feel that way about Quinn and Williams, too. Have two yeah. Boses in the same division? God, fuck that. Face them, what, go. how many times? Four times a year? Who? I could see Bo- them. Two Boses, like, oh, have yeah, Bosa yeah. and the Charger and Nick then another and Joey. one. I mean, I don't really watch too much college football, but, like, I just know yeah, that dude's a, a stud. Beast. <laughs> yeah. I could see them. I saw some quote that, like, well, first of all, the Raiders sent everyone home, like all their scouts. And then I saw something more like they want to be crazy in the first round. So what if they just trade, like, Darius the Hayward fourth Bay. pick and, like, the 24th pick, 25th pick, whatever they have. They have yeah. three first-rounders. What if they trade their fourth and then one of the others and move up to one and take Kyler? No, I was literally just thinking that that offensively it would be Kyler. He's, I mean, some he's kind of a question mark, but I think he's going to be a beast. He would be so tough to deal with. Yeah. Just because he's, he's like Mahomes, he's like a play's never over. I feel like. Yeah, he's got he throws fucking da- like he throws darts, and he has a cannon, and he can run. Like, I think that would be the scariest I'd be. That's the thing. I'm just saying, like question mark wise. Yeah, like, he's if so he, short, dude. If he does what he does, Isn't like he like five nine. He's pretty short. Yeah. He's like Russell Wilson. Is what I think people yeah. want him to be. Which yeah, is terrifying I mean, if he turns out to be that way. Yeah, that would suck. But defensively, I'd probably say Ed Oliver. He's a fucking beast. I don't think he's going at four, though. Dude. I, I'm terrible. I think Quinn and Williams over might be unders, the best player in the draft. I looked at uh, draft props tonight, and his over-under was six. And it I would was, take the over. Under was like minus 150. I know, but fuck. He has so much potential, dude. I know he does. I thought I wanted to trade up for him at like 15 or 16 back when we had her first. I know. I, I don't too. know. I just think I don't know. quarterback's I think, pretty scary just because, like, that's just the most, like, important position. So, if they go out yeah. and get one. So, it'd I'm be Kyler. Because I Derek that's Carr. the thing. I can't say any other quarterback because I don't really know. I think Haskins will be good. I like Haskins a lot. He's just so accurate. I don't trust Jones, Daniel Jones from Duke. Yeah. Probably just because he's from Duke, but <laughs> I don't know. Just thinking of Duke football is weird. They're not really bad. Great. They're pretty solid, but I don't know. But, no. I don't know. Just fun to think about. Yeah, so since we're not picking, we might as well see what our division rivals are doing. They've got like six total picks tomorrow. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I could see them trading back from four just to get more picks because you have three first rounders. Like trade back to talk to the Bengals or the Redskins or someone that's like desperate for yeah. a quarterback and just I know that's trade why back and get another first. Yeah, or like an early second or something. Like if you say you're at four and there's no one like the guy you wanted kind of is, or I don't know. Someone wants to trade. You trade back to eight. You're still going to get a stud. Right. Maybe you just take a quarterback, and then you get another pick, and then you have two more first-rounders. I feel like I would do that because there's so many – I don't we know. We should there's be so worried about guys. the Raiders, but I'm just not worried about them at all. Oh, no, not at all. I don't trust them. But not I right could now. see D- – yeah, I can see DK Metcalf as a Raider. They love guys <laughs> like that. Like I don't just know how flashy. I feel about him, man. Oh, I don't. I don't think he's gonna be that good. I think he could be like God. fucking electric elite, or he could just suck dick. I don't really think there's an in between, <laughs> really. I don't think he's gonna go and be an average player. <laughs> no, average wide. Receiver. I know he's he, yeah. He could either. Be, I mean, those. he's fucking huge, and he runs a four four. Yeah. I think his teammate's better. I I think it's AJ Brown or something. I want him. To get a follow. I would not mind a fucking receiver in the second round. I don't care. I think our defense is going to be fine with the new system. Like, it's crazy. Well, we have two, so now. I'm saying like, yeah. Well, yeah. So I would I'm be saying fine if we like go corner and corner weapon. receiver. I want the dude from Arizona State the most, Nikhil Harry. I love him. I think he's going to be so good in the NFL. 
Let's let's get him. Why not? That's who I've always wanted. I know Akeem Butler from Iowa State. People talk about. Saw a lot of smoke with him. Paris Campbell could maybe be there. I mean, he's a wild card because everyone says he's a lottery ticket. Like you don't know what you're gonna get with him. I just can't. Like I'm imagining him and Tyreek running next to each other. Dude, it wouldn't be fair. Just like the pu- I think him playing with the Chiefs would just like obviously you can say that Mahomes at quarterback, but like. Him playing next to Tyreek is just going to make him yeah. a beast, I think. Yeah. You can't cover both of them. Have no. them next to each other and just both go deep. No. Or like a deep post and the other one just run up. Fucking yeah, go I route. do want – you talked me into Paris Campbell a little bit. Yeah. And, I, I mean, I don't think the we're The more I anymore, think about it, the more I do think we go wide receiver early. Like, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. If Paris Campbell's just there because, at 44, I want to trade up and get him. Like, was – yeah. Well, yeah I, I, think, I think trading up is so – I think it's going to happen second round. Feach is just too aggressive. Like, he's going to see someone drop. He's be like, I need him. And hopefully what happened last year doesn't happen when he most likely went up to trade for Josh Jackson and had to kind of settle for Breland Speaks, which who knows with Breland. I think he could have a better year. I would hope so. Hopefully he hits Tom Brady this time, which still to this day is the most <laughs> overreaction I've ever seen because even if he does hit him, they just call the holding or illegal yeah. contact, whatever it was. But I know. It's whatever. But, yeah, with I think – like my reasoning for taking a receiver early is I think with Sammy he's kind of he's injury prone for sure. I forget. I think Sammy. he's less injury prone than people make him out to be. Regardless, this is his last year with us, I think. That's what I I'm saying. I know he's got a third year, but we're not gonna it's like a team option. It's yeah. like what we're saying with Frank Clark. So So yeah, he got a three year deal, but after the second year they can just it's cut a team option. Yeah. yeah. So you would save a lot of cap there. Like Feach knows what he's doing with the cap. That's what, like you said, next year I think He's slowly building that defense, and then he's just going to pay big bucks for a stud. Like, this year he was focused on getting younger, freeing the cap. Next year I think he's going to get studs. Like, pay up like he did with Hitchens, but hopefully for someone better. That was something to wake up on the first day of free agency and see we already had Watkins and Hitchens mm-hmm. going into last year. But, yeah, with the Watkins it's we were like – pumped about I was pumped about it. I, about, mean, I, liked, I liked both of them. Yeah, I was <laughs> definitely pumped. I feel like yeah. all Chiefs fans were. Hitchens, Hitchens was just kind of like, all right. I'm see. always going to be. But ex- then I was like, Watkins. I'm always. I like, g- I've liked Watkins since. Oh, yeah. Clemson. I'm always going to be excited about him. Like, yeah. ju- he's just so talented. Yeah. I hope he can when stay he's, healthy. When he's on the field, our offense is different. Like, no one can say different. Tyreek and Kelsey got shut down in the AFC Championship. Who was the man all night? Samuel. Yeah. And he was hurt. And we were up. We were up. All right. Two I can't talk times. about that game anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so with Sammy, it's like. Injury prone, probably going to be gone. Probably going to be gone after this year. Who knows? I mean, I can't. If he's playing for us next year or after this season, it's because he was really fucking good this year. So I even think, then, I th- might just cut him. I think we might go receiver second round. Let's do it. I could. I think Veach will go offense defense. I think maybe a tight end or receiver, but hopefully corner quarterback. Maybe Trayvon Mullen. We didn't talk about him earlier. Yeah, let's take a quarterback second round. Yeah, why not? We need a good backup. Hold the clipboard for 15 years. Finley. <laughs> but, yeah, we wanted to try something different tonight. KU Athletics obviously obviously has been our thing for the first, what, 16, 17 episodes. So, I don't know. Me and AB were sitting around today. I was with my buddy Dak that's in here, and we talked about let's go talk some Chiefs. Why not get them takes off? Yeah, I mean, it's, we'll say it again. It's our best chance to win a Super Bowl since 1969. Hammer it. Yeah. I think we're Super Bowl favorites. I think we got a good chance. But, yeah, so we had to talk about the Chiefs and appreciate you coming in, Dak, bullshitting with us. And AB, as always, the best producer in the country. Appreciate it. Yeah, and so that's all from us. Thank you guys for listening. Five stars on iTunes, please. Yeah. Love you forever if you do. But, yeah, we just want to, like, like Raven was saying, do something different. Talk Chiefs. There's not much to talk about with KU. But, uh, Hopefully you guys don't hate it, and we'll see you guys next week. Some KU stuff. Maybe a guess, maybe not. I'm not going to guarantee anything anymore because that one bit me right in the asshole last time. But, (laughs) But, no, thanks for listening. Five stars only, please. Love you.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.